Hello. Hi there. Happy day to you. Happy evening to you. (laughs) (laughs) So glad the day is almost over. And I am the lucky one because I'm in my home. I don't have to go anywhere. And I work from home on Tuesdays, so I got nothing but time. (laughs) (laughs) Yay for me. I, on the other hand, now will need to travel to a different side of town to meet up with you for our recording sessions. I'm worth it. You're worth it. (laughs) (laughs) And you don't even have your five-minute commute tomorrow. No. You get a five-second commute out to the living room. Yeah. That's it. That's it. I don't have coffee here. That's the only, like, downfall. Got to work on getting the whole coffee situation taken care of, but... What else? That's weird. I know. I don't, you would probably die. I might die. I do have instant coffee. I do it, like if I get seriously bad, then I could make instant coffee. Why would you not have coffee here? Uh, I don't drink it a lot. Well, I didn't drink it a lot in my other apartment, and the coffee pot that I had was the old one from the office that sometimes would fill up with hot water and the hot water wouldn't go out and it got worse and worse over time and I was like yeah fuck that I'm not I'm not messing with this headache at my new apartment and so it went with the elf in the purging process (laughs) okay gotcha (laughs) and I've not solved that yet well I to the contrary it is now getting cool and almost chilly. So coffee pot, the my coffee pot is kind of going nonstop. I'm pretty sure there was three pots a day over the weekend. Oh my goodness. Now, now I am not the only drinker of said coffee. Um, lots of people come to partake in the coffee that is brewed at my house. But yeah, that coffee pot keeps on going. Okay. And and I'm getting a little concerned. I only have three three or four cans of coffee in reserve at the moment. Only three or four cans of coffee in reserve. I am how many I'm, how many cups of coffee does a can make? Oh, I don't know. A lot. <laughs> a lot. Uh it depends on the, the kind of coffee. Mm-hmm. Some cans are bigger than others. And depends on the size of your cup. But lots. So I know that you have a friend that's a prepper, and I know that sometimes you think, you know, maybe I should get a few things. And like for that, for you, it's like canned goods and stuff like that, but it's not like a basement full of shit. Correct. So if you're prepping, you're going to have like probably a hundred cans of coffee because it's got to last you the rest of your lifetime and nobody sharing with you. Well, my son, I told him I was getting concerned because the coffee was getting low and he looked and he was like, really, mom? And I am comfortable when the stack of coffee reaches my heart. Then I know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not kidding. Uh, Eight to ten cans is where my comfort level is. And um, I can I can pinpoint the year that 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 kind of came into being. But um my son was like, really, mom? And I'm like, well, you never know. Let's say the, you know, shit goes south tomorrow. We have stuff to barter with because, you know, people are going to want alcohol and coffee. Hmm. I got both. 
true. So I haven't talked about 90 Day Fiancé for a while, but there's a very interesting storyline going on with this very young Mormon boy and a Russian girl. So they saw each other uh, briefly for like, I guess, a couple weeks. And then they decided that they were going to meet up in Turkey, get married so then they could get citizenship. And I don't know, I don't remember if she's coming to the United States or if he's going over there, it doesn't matter. But Turkey is where they needed to go to get married to do all of this. So I guess Mormons are very strict about not drinking wine, not having premarital sex, and not drinking coffee. And hmm. I didn't under, like, I, the booze, I get, you know, right, there's right. a lot of rules and restrictions, premarital sex, I get. But coffee, I didn't understand. So last week, the young man tells his bride-to-be that um, he had been sleeping with women, other younger girls, not young girls, but girls his age, right. um, while they knew each other. And they weren't really cheating because I don't think they were exclusive at that time. And so, of course, she was really upset. And um, her mom was already going to come to visit in, them in Turkey. And they're sitting down at this outside restaurant. And the mother orders coffee. And he tells his bride-to-be that she can't order coffee because it's a restricted thing. And she can't, you know, dishonor the religion like that. And she makes some offhanded comment about uh, it is it is sinful to drink something, but you can sleep with whoever you want to. <laughs> it was like the funniest thing. And he didn't know that she had already talked to her, her mom about it. So he's just sitting there dumbfounded. Like, okay. <laughs> I made my heart happy. <laughs> that is funny because that's exactly what I was thinking when you said that. Yeah, coffee is evil, but put your penis wherever you want. And it's right. <laughs> Weird. But he polices her with all of these rules all the time. And she's just like, this makes no sense. I, I don't I don't understand. But she still wants to marry him. Like, I don't know. I don't know what it is with young love. Anyway, that's my side story about coffee. <laughs> I'm glad you're not Mormon so that you can enjoy coffee. Uh, yeah, that might be a that might be a big deal breaker there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, watch out for the Mormon catfish. Have <laughs> 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 have not run across any Mormons yet. Mm. But uh, did we discuss Yahtzee fish last week? I don't and think so. Ask? Mm -mm. So I looked back. It had been six weeks. One I... second. The sound that you hear is my dog drinking water. <laughs> Proceed. Okay. So I was playing a Yahtzee game. Mm -hmm. And a it's an online game. Um, and someone had messaged me from the game. Uh, we were playing, you know, a match together. And anyway, we started talking. And it was clearly a fish. And I just found it was thought that it was very odd that here on this Yahtzee game where I'm not looking to interact with anyone, here comes some 
some catfish. Anyhow, so fishing's been slow in the in the other fishing pond, so I went ahead and started talking to this person. And it's been six weeks now. I get all the slow ones that do the slow ask. I don't get the the ones that want to ask me for something right away. But anyway, six weeks later, he finally did ask and he wanted iTunes cards. Mm. And so uh, I gave him the spiel we've given, gave the last one, which is, I know someone that works for Apple and I can get any updates you need. I just need your login information. And uh, I did get an email address and password. And then that was the last communication I've gotten from him. (laughs) I told him I've passed, I forwarded his information to Apple and they'll be in contact. I have not reached back out because, you know, I don't care. And uh, he hasn't either, which I find very odd. <laughs> so he must have realized that, you know, I'm full of it. <laughs> What's good for the goose is good for the gander. Yep. So <laughs> I lost my fish. Oh. I have the potential for another one, though. Oh. We, um, so I have, a, I guess, a kind of a rambling story about um, Kiss. I'll start on the, I'll start. At the back end, we, um, Paul Stanley from KISS, his guitar tech, his longtime guitar tech, passed away uh, from COVID. And he had made a Facebook post about it. And I had simply commented, you know, my condolences. And I, some gentleman commented uh, to me that said I could contact Paul Stanley directly at his personal Hangouts account. Like Paul Stanley has hangouts. And um, and then two more messages from a fake um, Paul Stanley account asking me to message him directly. Which, needless to say, I have not. But I'm contemplating it. <laughs> I'm going to have to. I don't want to contact them through Facebook because I don't want them to necessarily come back on something. I don't know how all that works, but. I may have may have to go to hangouts because you know I got that. That's where I that's where I fish from sometimes. You know I don't know what the end game is for that one. Paul Stanley asking you for money? Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh yeah, and I'm guessing that wouldn't be. Maybe here I'll get you uh, backstage passes or something. Send me mm-hmm. money, you know, mm-hmm. for shipping. Who knows? But that may happen mm. if I get bored enough. <laughs> kind of a busy time right now (laughs) but this had originally started out as a different story that i wanted to tell because of course we have been manifesting lots of of good things and um upgraded uh, repeatedly Mm -hmm. and uh kiss is my all-time historically my all-time favorite band and um i do follow paul stanley more and have pretty much given up on on kiss for all intensive purposes um that's a whole side rant about how tommy thayer is wearing ace fraley's makeup but you don't want me to go there right now um (laughs) (laughs) anywho um so i have not paid for kiss tickets since the last reunion tour when ace was still there Wow, that's a while. That has been a while. And um, so I saw them at least three times um, with Ace um, once they got back together. And then I've seen Ace just about any time I can see him. 
do not pay for KISS tickets anymore. So I was offered KISS tickets and I declined. I thought about it because, you know, um, you know, a lot of these artists are, you know, getting older and I know how old those boys are and um, boys is probably not the word I should have used, <laughs> but they might not be touring very much longer. And, um, you know, I would hate to think that I did not get to see them one last time. So I was just really, you know, torn about it. I didn't want to go, but I kind of wanted to go. And finally, I just, you know, said, no, I'm not going to do it. I don't want to go. And uh, so we did not purchase the tickets. And then the tickets were gifted to us. So uh, evidently other people didn't want to use the tickets either or purchase the tickets. So uh, because they knew we were KISS fans, they -hmm. were given to us. Now, in route to the show, we find out that the guitar tech has passed and the show has now been postponed. Um, So we didn't get to go after all, but that's okay because I didn't want, (laughs) I was not sad because I really didn't want to go to begin with. Mm -hmm. So now I have pushed that into the future. Um, We may or may not see them again, Um, but. I like to clarify, you were not sad about not going. You were sad because of the guitar tech. Oh, yes. Yes. I was not. (laughs) Thank you for clarifying. (laughs) I was not sad that I, we did not go to the show because I had lots of other stuff to do. Um, but this, this individual is actually known to, he's been, um, Paul Stanley's guitar tech for 20 years. And, um, I have lots of friends in the industry, so he is known to, uh, quite a few people that I know. So, mm-hmm. um, I hear he's a good guy and, uh, he will be missed. So I, I am mm-hmm. sad for that. Yes. Um, his passing allowed me to go home and get some stuff done in his honor. <laughs> But then, and also in that, now I may have a new fish to play with. There you go. I wonder if they know what they've gotten themselves in for. They may not be in the same call center. This is a whole new pond. <laughs> this very well could be a new pond. We we shall see. I am loving hearing. We really haven't talked about fish for a while. So. It has been kind of slow. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm pretty sure they've all, you know, they've all got my number now. And your face, this is Barbara. (laughs) She is evil. (laughs) She is the green-eyed devil. (laughs) Yes, I am. But so, speaking of green-eyed devil, that is what I shall henceforth call John Deere. The green-eyed devil. Ooh. Yeah, so John Deere is... Like Americana, Heartland, this is where, you know, our food comes from. Not from the not from the plants, but like these are the harvesters. These these are the rock solid American brand that yeah. our farmers depend on. Right. So Asshat, that his name is John May. He is the CEO in as of last year, was the board president of John Deere. He took a $16 million raise and uh, gave the employees basically nothing. For one line worker, it would have been $0.74 an hour that they would have received. Yeah. As they have record profits in the billions from last year. So... 
That is super pissy. And so the workers went on strike, which I don't blame them at all. And so their benefits had been peeled away several years ago because John Deere was struggling. And so they took away the 401k and limited, like really, really stripped away the health care policies that they did have, the good health care. Oh, okay. So, um, and I get that you got to you know, pull back when things are lean to keep your people employed. Oh, absolutely. So I, I would rather give up, you know, a benefit opposed to being out of work for sure. Right. But when you have record numbers and give one dude, and I don't know if I would imagine it was self-appointed, the $16 million if he's the CEO and the board president. And uh, I don't know. That's just a really shitty thing to do. So they went on strike. Are they currently on strike? Yes. Okay. So other unions have joined them now. But in the meantime, John Deere said, we'll hire tents. And so they have been hiring people to fill those jobs. And the other unions are now not transporting their shit, not transporting the parts for their shit to their people. (laughs) So it's a big fuck you. and. Farmers don't forget things like that either because farmers don't want that either. And that's kind of the rock and a hard place that they may find themselves in, especially with John Deere warranties and stuff like that. But for the farmers, it matters where their money goes. They they want to account for what's happening uh, with their dollars. Oh, sure. So... It's it'll be very interesting how this shakes out. Um, I think Mr. May may not have a job, so that sixteen million dollars might be lasting him for the rest of his life. I don't know, but it's just really shitty. It is. I mean, that's a. I don't know what his salary was to begin with, but a sixteen million dollar bonus it seems like a lot. Yeah. No, if, if you're spreading it around and everybody's getting a bonus, then, you know, that's all well and good. But mm-hmm. like you said, if you're not going to give any to the people that helped get you there. 74 cents an hour for a full-time employee versus $16 million. And granted, his responsibilities are different. And I hate to say, like, he went to college and he worked. That is bullshit to me. Like, it doesn't matter. But... It is totally out of balance. Right. And I I am totally for people getting compensated for their hard work. And I'm sure he deserves some sort of bonus. But the company in a whole, if you have record sales, record, record profits, it's definitely time to do not only give back the things you took away, but to make it better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... I am with the workers of John Deere and the United Auto Workers is their um, union and other unions are joining in solidarity. And I just feel like, especially in this time right now, we can learn a lot from that solidarity that's happening over there because there's a lot of things that needed fixed before covid and now's the time to like rise up together and say this was fucked before. <laughs> like, yeah. It is time to rebuild in a brand new way. 
So let's do this right this time. There's a lot of a lot of people that want changes, but there's a whole lot of status quo going on and a lot of other places where people are just being taken advantage of because of COVID. Yeah. I'm sick of, well, it's because of COVID, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's because of COVID mm-hmm. and we just need to stop it. Yeah. And fix it. Stop it and fix it. Um, so I was reading several articles um, over the weekend about the job force. And I got really irritated because one article would say that August was the highest month so far that people were quitting their jobs. I and, heard that. Yeah. yeah. So the article was the Great Resignation. And then there was another article that says people are asking for their jobs back. And that, like in any of these two articles, there was no, nothing that said people quit their jobs to go get higher paying jobs or home with mom and dad. Like they just quit their jobs. You, you can just quit your job, I guess. But usually there's something else that happens in relationship to that. Right. And there's no meat in any of these articles. There's nothing that says, like, what the root of anything is. It's like, observe and report with no details. I was I was finding that very much as I was looking for um, things to talk about as well. I would read an article and I'm, you know, I'm five minutes into reading something. And I'm like, I have literally not gotten any more information than the headline. Yeah. Just lots of words and laying out a scenario and never getting to the meat, like you said. I just feel like, first of all, there was a lot of misdirection in the news politically, which is why I've started watching Good Morning America last week. I watched it one day last week and then this morning, but I'll only turn it on after 7.30 when all the political bullshit is out of the way. <laughs> Except I did see the Colin Powell died this morning. They, yeah, they did put it in. Um, but I just want the fluff. Like, I got to see a bit about the Halloween movie. We'll talk about that in a minute. But um, I just, I want the fluff now because I'm tired of the bring the world down sort of thing. But there's not any any real news in even that. When I was watching it daily, it was, here's the scenario, here's a possibility, figure it out yourself. And not really like, this happened because of this and this and this. So to me, reporting is the facts, what's really happening, what's going on underneath all of that, what is the ramifications of what's happening? And there's none of that. And maybe it's because in this day and age, it's about getting the information out quick, not necessarily completely or accurately. So maybe we'll just, let's write this new story, even though we haven't followed it all the way through conclusion. But we're the first one to report it. It's our story. Yeah, well, that sucks. I love to Google things. Mm-hmm. And um, a couple years ago, my dad, when uh, he kind of learned about Google, had me Google and all kinds of stuff. We were on a road trip and just throwing stuff out here. Google this and Google that. 
And um, I feel like you used to be able to get answers. And as I was asking specific questions in Google, like I'm just getting more articles and stories and things that don't have anything to do with what I want or just barely have anything to do with it. Like, I don't feel like I'm, we're getting the answers we used to from Google. And hmm. it's probably just that there's more information out there to pull from. Uh, I'm sure the answers are out there. I just have 15 pages worth of shit to scroll through to find them. I wonder if it's partly like the search engine optimization. So like slate.com who just cranks out news article after news article with no detail. Like they do so much that they are top in any searches. You know what I mean? Because oh, there's gotcha. so much there. I wonder if that's part of the problem. Could be. Mm-hmm. But it used to be when you would look for something, you know, Wikipedia would be one of the first things after the ads. Mm-hmm. And now I'm having to go to like page two to even find Wikipedia. Hmm. Just maybe just too much out there. Too much and not enough. Is why I feel too much yes. and not enough of the facts. Right. Too many words, not as many answers. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there are people really looking at the depth like they used to as well and really researching. Probably not. I don't know. That's incredibly sad. Well, there's a whole lot of let's just read the the headline and run with it mentality now. And maybe no one but me has realized that there's no meat in those stories. I also think Twitter is considered a news source, which is really annoying to me. I don't know that I noticed anything that said Twitter, and I'm not on Twitter, so I honestly kind of forget about it. Mm-hmm. On Good Morning America, there's often, and this person tweeted, like, it's not a news source. And the day that um, Facebook went down, uh, CNN reported that it was down and said, I forget the word that they used, oh, fatal com- or vital communication is down in the United States. I'm like, Facebook is vital communication? Are you kidding me? I was surprised how much people were freaking out when Facebook went down because, of course, it went down around the world. But what I heard was that Facebook put out a tweet that said Facebook was down. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> of course, I am I am on Facebook, but I'm not on any of the others. Yeah, vital communication, it is not. I, I, I saw that it was down. That was the first day that the podcast was supposed to be on Facebook. We broke Facebook. We broke Facebook. (laughs) Okay, that's it. All right, so all of our bright side people out here, that's the official story now we're going with. Our podcast went up. So many people tried to stream it immediately that we broke Facebook. I didn't even think of that. You're a genius. I am. I'm telling you, Neil Wiley Coyote, man. Super geniuses. 
So they keep sending me, Facebook keeps sending me an email telling me to put the podcast on Facebook, which I have. And anytime I go in to try to play it, it says the video won't play. And it's not a video, so I understand the video won't play, but I can't get it to work. So I don't know what's up with that. That's weird. Okay, so what else are we talking about today? Halloween. I'm for it. (laughs) It is coming. It is coming. And I am having a hard time getting in the mood. And I think it's because all of the decorations that I let go of. Like, I was so into Halloween. And I'm just, meh. I did not have the heart to tell someone. So you remember the, the whole box of purple... And black garland. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have a strand of that type mm-hmm. of garland. I don't know that it, I don't think it came from the same person or anything because it wasn't in a box. It was just mm-hmm. in um, my Halloween stuff. Um, but I put it out on, um, out front over the weekend. And the person that gifted it to you asked me if you, if I gave you the whole box or if I kept some. And I was like, nope. Rose got the whole box. (laughs) That is the extent of the story. I did not tell him that it has now gone elsewhere. I did keep some of it. Okay. I think I kept two boxes of it. So it was a very nice gift. Yes. The purpose that I wanted it for was to go inside my Christmas tree because I have a black Christmas tree as filler. Gotcha. So I don't want the lights and I, I think it was purple. Uh, black and purple, which purple is my color, but that's not the intended purpose that I wanted it for. Gotcha. So, he's a nice guy. Thanks. Yep. <laughs> so I had to <laughs> and not say anything about that. Uh, we, the grandkids and I, painted pumpkins this weekend. Mm. Uh, they wanted to paint the pumpkins. I don't let them carve them too early because they get all gross before Halloween. But the oldest grand princess asked if we could paint the pumpkins this year. And so I went and bought $15 worth of paint and painting supplies to paint the pumpkins. Nice. Yep, well, we got them done. So we painted some pumpkins. I haven't done anything with my pumpkin yet. So we'll have to decide if we're going to paint or carve Grandma's pumpkin. Mm. So Moxie, my dog, is afraid of pumpkins. That is interesting. It is interesting. Um, So in my apartment community, just the next building over, there is a man who is a horticulturist. I don't know. He's always planting something. And you can hardly, like, even see his front door because there's so many plants in front of his door. But anyway, there are two um, tree stumps that he has, like, corn growing from the center of, and then he has pumpkins around the tree stumps and every time we go by moxie is startled by the pumpkins that's funny out there and i'm just like what and it's not like she hasn't seen pumpkins before so it's very weird i guess out in nature she didn't expect to see pumpkins (laughs) (laughs) very strange but they're pretty big they're pretty good sized pumpkins out there (laughs) i like pumpkins But I was looking at, um, you know, we're getting into the Halloween season and I was kind of looking for costume ideas 
I don't know what we're going to do. I don't necessarily have anything on the, no parties to go to or anything like that. You know, COVID's still a thing. Um, but so I was looking at costumes and why are all the girl costumes so sexy and revealing? Because I think it's pervy men who make them. Could be. And so I was kind of looking at them and the reasons why they might be like that. You know, typically with Halloween, it's a day that you can be something different than you are. Um, so is it shy girls that, hey, here's my opportunity to look sexy? Or is it slutty girls that are like, hey, here's my opportunity to wear my weekend clothes in the middle mm -hmm. of the week? Mm -hmm. Or whatever. And um, so we look at, uh, I will look at someone in those kind of costumes and think like, why do you need to wear that? You're a hussy or stupid or mm -hmm. whatever judgy kind of things go through my own head. But then I was kind of reading some articles about, you know, why people may dress like that and thinking that, realizing that if you don't dress that way, then there's people thinking that the opposite, you're a prude or you're stuck up or, you know, whatever. So why do we always think there's always got to be some motive or people are blah if we, they don't do something or they do do something. But I'm looking at these costumes and like a sexy nun. Why? <laughs> oh, you know. God needs some too. <laughs> well, well, but the priests aren't going after the nuns, so well, maybe that's why I just answered my own question. <laughs> Not putting on. Never mind. I'm going there. Um, but yeah, there was like a sexy nun, of course, a cop, witch, a cat. Um, some of these costumes, like the skirts on them, are like three inches long. Mm. Like if you turned around and took the picture, you would show booty. Yeah, that's plungy cool. necklines, you know. I'm all for female sexuality and everything, but does it really? all have to be that? Right. There was one that was a cheerleader, and of course cheerleaders' outfits aren't large to begin with. This one was extra short, you know, crop top barely went down below her boobs, and where the school name would normally be across the chest of the cheerleading outfit it said daddy oh yeah i probably thought that was pretty gross that's not cool not at cool all. at all so yeah why do we do that we don't need that no halloween used to be a religious holiday mm -hmm. i mean it still very much is you know a day to honor the recently departed and and the dead and then it turned into more of a scary thing. Let's pull pranks. Let's scare people. Be all ooh, spooky, spooky. And then now it's just commercial and sexualized. Right. It's just weird. So I am the dog biscuit queen at work. Um, as soon as I come in, all of the dogs come to my desk because they get one dog cookie a day. And it's right when I come in. Kind of like your dog does to me when I yes. walk in your house? Okay, kind of like that. Got yes, it? kind of like that. So I went to Target, I don't know, a month ago. And 
I thought that this one in cap was like the only place because I couldn't find like the regular dog treats, but it was dog treats f- that was in Halloween packaging. Like okay. it could be milk bones, but they were like orange, which uh, to me, like, I don't want to feed my dog that colorant. You know, I would much rather feed her, you know, something more natural. Well, it could have been colored with pumpkin or something Maybe. Like that. I don't know. But, like, then what's the end result after I feed her <laughs> this orange cookie? Like, I don't know. It just didn't feel good to me. But there are many different brands that had some sort of Halloween packaging. And it was wrapped like just like Halloween candy mm-hmm. that a person could give out to people coming to their door that had dogs also. Gotcha. That's a cute idea. It is a cute idea. And I know like when we worked at the Buckeye Corner so long ago, um, dog costumes was like a, one of the best sellers. Oh, like, yeah. Stuff for your dog was a big deal. So... I think it's really smart to take that next step in dog treats and market it as Halloween stuff for your dog because, you know, people aren't having as many children as they used to and the dogs are replacing those children. <laughs> they are. Um, <laughs> but I, I know people that do have like a bowl of dog biscuits or whatever for the people that are mm-hmm. trick-or-treating with their dogs. Mm-hmm. So... I'm just wondering, though, if it's individually wrapped, you know, do you give it to the kid to give to the dog? Does it end up in the bucket? (laughs) And, you know, when you're walking in the dark, you reach in for, oh, let me just open one of these as I walk. End up eating the dog biscuit. I want to share something disturbing that's not Halloween related. So I wanted food at midnight on Friday. And I already know I can't order a pizza past 10 o'clock on a weekend anymore. So the only thing that's open near me is Taco Bell. Okay. Got it. Not, I live much further away than, from Taco Bell. It used to be right down at the corner. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. What about the White Castles right next door? Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. But that, that has a whole other effect. So I wasn't, I wasn't in the mood for that. So I go to the Taco Bell and I, take moxie with me we i we were going outside anyway so i'm like we'll just get in the car we'll just go for a little drive so there is this young man who works at that taco bell that i have despised everywhere he has worked and he's always worked in the area since i have lived here he used to work at marks and then he worked at texas roadhouse and then he worked at Kroger, and now he's been working at the Taco Bell. And he knows that I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to point out that this man, this young man, has had four, at least four different jobs, though. So he's out yeah. there working. He picks his nose while he's talking to you. And so oh this is the problem that oh, I have. Okay. okay. So, like, don't touch my food now. And I need something else. So... To make things more disturbing, now it's like sealed. So he's getting the bag when it's already sealed. So it's less of a bother to me. Mm-hmm. And he's not picking his nose, but he's like, oh, you got your dog with you. And he hands me a cup full of milk bones. And then, it, so I pick one out and then he puts his hands in there and says, take more for her. I'm like, don't fucking touch them. (laughs) Don't touch them. So it's just this guy 
And maybe other people will just hand out the cup. And I know that he's trying to be nice and win me over, but everything that he does is fucking wrong. <laughs> just don't. You're not thinking through. You're not thinking through these things. I'd like to just point out your dog probably licks her butt. So his boogers on her dog biscuit might not bother her. No, I'm worried about him touching other people's stuff. Like, oh, okay. he's going to get somebody's drink later, and, like, he's touching dog bones, but it, he's picking his nose, too. Like, whatever. <laughs> but I just... <laughs> just whatever. So I always pray when I go there, and I, it's gotten less and less, but I just hope that he has gone on to another job, but that is not the case. He's still there. Anyway, I digress. We were talking about Halloween. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know how to get back to where we were. No, exactly. Well, I can talk about the Halloween movie. Not that I have seen it. Okay. Uh... I had not seen a trailer for it before this morning, and today when I watched Good Morning America, they were talking about it being the highest grossing film since COVID began at $50 million for the weekend, and that is even with, not counting the streaming, this is just box office sales, so I wow. thought that was pretty great. That is pretty great. Um, and I had no desire to see the movie. And I didn't know what it was about, but I think Jamie Lee Curtis gets the mask off. So I'm interested to just see that part. So I'm going to wait for YouTube to have it on. <laughs> I also saw tidbits on morning TV about how well the movie did. I did see a, I don't know if it was a snippet from the movie or a part of the trailer. Um, I'm typically coming in and out of the room. Um, getting ready in the morning. So I just catch bits and pieces. But it was a close-up of the mask and someone's mm -hmm. hands on the mask like they were trying to get it off. Mm. So whether they get it off or not, I don't know. But they were definitely pulling at it. Mm. But I found out what the beginnings of the original mask was. Oh, yeah? Yep. So the um, I think he was the set designer had purchased two masks back in 78 when the movie was made. One was a clown mask, and the other was a William Shatner Captain Kirk mask. <laughs> and so they put the clown mask on, and, you know, for the group of writers or whoever was in the room, and they agreed that was scary. And then he put on the Captain Kirk mask, and everyone said, that's the one. So they painted it white, cut the eye holes bigger, and... The rest is history. Yeah. So Captain Kirk has gone to space this week. Yes. <laughs> and the, been part of the highest grossing uh, box office movie. That's interesting. Yeah. Go William Shatner at 90 years old. He is something, and he he has quite an ego on him, which I find very interesting. Well, he was kind of, you know, that hunk back in the 70s or heartthrob or whatever. I never got it, but I was not of the proper age back then. Mm -hmm. 
but I guess you have enough. Yeah, even he's too old for me. Um. <laughs> what? Can we can we talk about Tom Selleck for a minute? Just one minute. Uh, Tom Selleck is at least fifth is fifteen years younger than William Shatner. Oh, really? Yes, he's seventy. He either turned seventy six or seventy seven this year. Okay. Yep. All right. You checked this out and vetted it. His birthday is in January of, I it's, I feel like it's 44 or 45. Okay. Because Tom Selleck is older than my dad and it creeps me out. <laughs> I, you know, if I'm channel surfing though and I come across one of those, you know, my T, me TV or whatever that has some Magnum PI reruns and I catch him in them shorty shorts, I'm going to stop and take a peek. I'm sorry. I'm going to do it. My mom loved Magnum. She would never miss an episode for that man. Blue Bloods used to be, I watched Eye on TV. If there's nothing on that's kind of a rerun channel. Um, if there's nothing on TV. And um, this has been some years ago. But on Thursday nights used to be Blue Bloods. And I would refer to that as date night with Tom. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, the person I was dating at the time would leave town for work on Thursdays, so I was always alone Thursday nights, and so Thursday nights was date night with Tom. <laughs> I said that even over this weekend. <laughs> yep, I will. Speaking of old timey stuff. Mm-hmm. So I did come up. There is some more Halloween stuff now that I remember where we were. <laughs> Sorry, the nose picking got us way off track. Yeah, the, yeah, the nose picking uh, from Taco Bell got I, I couldn't I couldn't rebound from that. Um, so we are talking about scantily clad women's Halloween costumes, and um, back in the 18th century, some of the Halloween um, games were actually geared towards women getting husbands. So maybe that's where it stemmed from. Like if you're single. On Halloween, you should, you know, dress a little hoochie. That's exactly the word I was going to use, but I figured in the 18th century, they probably didn't say hoochie. Um, they were probably harlots or trollops. Um, but anyhow, some of the games that they would play, um, they would throw apple peels over, a young lady would throw apple peels over her shoulder and hope that her future husband's initials would be spelled out in the apple peels. Uh, another one, they would stand in the dark room in front of a mirror with a candle and wait for their future husband's face to appear in the glass. Hmm. And then there was bobbing for apples. Originally, the person to win bobbing for apples was said to... Uh, that the winner would marry first. Okay. I think it's because the guys were sitting around seeing who was good with their mouth. That's just my theory. <laughs> good theory. <laughs> Probably pretty accurate. <laughs> that girl's talented. Let's hook up with her. <laughs> so, and that then... one has too much teeth. <laughs> <laughs> There's a chunk out of that apple pass. <laughs> Probably 
some really good lessons that can be learned or some some traits you can figure out by watching people bob for apples. How committed they are. Did she come out as her, is she wet all the way up to her neck? How long can she hold her breath? <laughs> Did she go down with her eyes open or closed? <laughs> all the things to witness and observe. <laughs> I guess we can't really bob for apples in the days of COVID, but no. <laughs> that would be a really good thing to set up and just watch people with this kind of in your in the back of your mind. Yeah. What could we learn about people based on the way they go down on an apple? <laughs> so I don't even know like where to go find guys anymore. I definitely don't want a bar guy. That's not my vibe. Um, Yahtzee, man. Yahtzee. (laughs) (laughs) Anna Marie and I went to this spiritual event to hear this speaker, and we had hopes that there would be spiritual guys there. Um, But there were not any single ones that made an appearance that we could see. So, like, where are these guys? They're sitting at home, too. Yep. Yep. Evidently not listening to the bright side of crazy. Which I find bullshit. Right. Because if so, they would have hit you up at Rose at brightsideofcrazy.com. <laughs> yes. So, anyway, I am available. Hello, gentlemen. Not bobbing for apples, but here I am. <laughs> And as you are available at Barbara at brightsideofcrazy.com. I may bop for apples, you never know. <laughs> she is very free with her mouth. Check out our OnlyFans. <laughs> oh my goodness. So our pictures that would be on Only OnlyFans is me with a big Rugrats Chucky head on. And a black onesie pajama. Was it black? I think it was black. It was black, yeah. Or Barbara in her uh, Chewbacca slash Bigfoot costume. However, uh, you know, not to be limited, I do have a Care Bear costume <laughs> as well. Oh, and Pooh Bear. Let's not forget Pooh Bear. Um, well, Pooh is too large for me. Pooh is for a six-foot gentleman, but uh, Eeyore and... Tigger fit me. Okay. <laughs> I have Eeyore and Tigger. <laughs> we don't want any Eeyores. That's not our vibe. That's not what we're we're doing. No. But I am bouncy, trouncy, flouncy, <laughs> bouncy, full of fun, fun, fun. <laughs> I also have my Renaissance garb that comes with a black leather corset. But Wow. And guess what? And horns. Oh, yeah. I know I have you horns. have horns. Yeah, I have horns. Mm-hmm. Um, but even my corset and in my, when I'm doing my Ren guard, still not a sexy version. Yeah, no. Boobs are fully contained within my outfit. My chemise goes to the floor. Mm-hmm. Like, full Ren guard, not... Accurate Ren guard. Yeah. 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 Just some peasant shit. <laughs> yes, I have two versions, both fully covered. But about one of my sets of horns. 
So the devil horns, the, you know, just the plastic headband style, the ones that light up. Mm -hmm. My granddaughter, a couple weeks ago, a lot of the stuff that I have now has made it into, I have a dress up cupboard for the girls. Mm -hmm. It's got all kinds of weird headbands. You know, a lot of times I are things that I use, but I just house it there now Mm because, you know, it makes sense. My granddaughter will come up with some of the just most off the wall stuff sometimes. And she decided that she didn't want, I'm not exactly sure what she said. Long story short, we had to throw them away because she didn't want any evil spirits in my house. Okay. So we literally took them to the garbage and threw them away. All right. Yep. So... My red plastic devil horns are no more. I may have, I used to have more than one pair, so I may have more floating around now somewhere. <laughs> but um, yeah, we had to pitch them. Okay. Yeah. She's got good vibes. Yep. I don't question her. Right. When she says they're, they're, I think we've probably talked about it before. Um, we believe that there are two uh, different spirits in my house. And I don't know if she sees them or they, you know, talk to her or whatever they're, I definitely get the feeling sometimes that they do. But if she says there's something and she wants to keep evil from coming in, I'm all about it. Whatever you want to do (laughs) that makes you feel better, honey. Yes. So, because they do not bother me. Mm -hmm. I do know that they bother others. Mm -hmm. Anything to keep her comfortable. Keep her comfortable. And, you know, little kids are so interesting because they are so closer to that side that they could probably perceive better anyway. And I think that she's pretty sensitive anyway, emotionally, so she could probably feel stuff like that. So just do what she says. She did tell me that her toy room, the doorway to what used to be her bedroom, it's now a toy room. And my bedroom, the doors line up. <clears throat> They're directly across from one another. So when you're laying in, like laying in my bed, you can look directly into the toy room. And <clears throat> she was laying down and I needed to go um, Saturday night. And I needed to go in the other room and shut down the lights or something. I don't know. Anyway, she was scared and she said she thought she saw a skull in the other room. So we had to go investigate. You know, we turned on the lights and it turned out there was a, I have a large stuffed Clydesdale horse. Mm. It was laying sideways on top of another stuffed animal. And the way its feet were, it looked like two eyes and a nose Mm. and there's white fur around it. So it was white and the brown hoof looked dark. Mm -hmm. So I could totally see where she saw that. Um, but when she said there's a skull face, I freaked out <laughs> like, oh my God, but I was quite glad to find out that it was just a stuffed mm-hmm. And it could have just been, I don't know if she was like staring at it or if it was the corner of your eye thing, but I totally understand like not being able to process what you just saw. Like, was that Donald Duck playing a drum? <laughs> what was that? What was that? Because none of those words together made sense. (laughs) 
And just like you were right that day, in case she was right, I gotta be sure. <laughs> Luckily, she was not. Well, awesome. Yes, but devil horns are gone. Devil horns are gone. Your house is now clear. <laughs> but we didn't pick up any new costumes this year, so there's still time. Yeah. I don't know that I'm going anywhere, so. Yeah, I don't know that I'm going anywhere either. I I appreciate homemade costumes. Mm-hmm. Or even if you don't make the costume, if you put things together. Like, I am not one for store-bought costumes, mm-hmm. as I rattled off all the character costumes that I have. <laughs> um, but I really do appreciate, you know, just taking what you have. And making something out of it. Mm-hmm. I like doing that a lot. Yeah. And there's some really clever things that people come up with, too, That's that I have found to be way more interesting than the store-bought costumes. Oh, yeah. So I don't know uh, about this apartment. There's not a lot of kids here. These are all one-bedroom apartments. So it's a lot of older single women like me. <laughs> That live here. And you can't see my apartment from the street anyway. I'm on mm-hmm. the backside of a building. So I don't know if I'm even going to get candy. But even at my old apartment where there were kids, like nobody would go there. And like my apartment was the very first one. So if anybody was going to get trick-or-treaters, I would, would have thought it was me. But it was, you know, my neighbor's kid or kids in the building. Other than that, nobody else would trick-or-treat. Well, even my neighborhood... <laughs> And we have kids, you know, I'm close to a high school, I'm close to an elementary school, and and I just don't get very many trick-or-treaters. I will buy plenty of candy, because the last thing you want to do is run out. But even when there are kids, my neighbor directly across the street gets more than I do. So weird. It is weird. Hmm. And, uh... You know, I have three inflatables in front of the house this year, so maybe that will alert people that <laughs> I might have candy. But my lights on. I'm usually, I usually have the screen door open, um, so that I can just see them coming. I enjoy watching the kids come by and you know all their costumes and stuff. I even give candy to teenagers because you know what, that five cent piece of candy is worth it for me not to get my house egged. Mm-hmm. So here you go. Here is some candy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't I don't get that many, and uh, definitely less than my across the street neighbor. Hmm. The whippersnappers don't want to go up the three steps to my door. I guess <laughs> I live on a little bit of a hill. It's not huge. No, three whole steps. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever. Weird. I always buy candy that I don't like, so that I know it's there and I won't be tempted to eat it. And then I always buy candy that I do like. (laughs) (laughs) So if I have some left, then, you know, I get to eat it. I have not bought the candy I like yet. Uh, When I got home today, I thought, I did not buy cookies while I was at the store for Barbara today. (laughs) And I felt bad that I did not have cookies for you today. Well, that's right. I appreciate you feeding me dinner. (laughs) How can I not have cookies? oversight on my part because I don't want to eat the cookies before you get here (laughs) that is why (laughs) when we went shopping over the weekend 
me and the Grand Princess, she decided she wanted Oreos. She's been on this Oreo kick. Um, we went last weekend to an ice cream shop um, where they'll fold things into the ice cream. Mm-hmm. And she instantly, I want chocolate ice cream and chocolate Oreos, which she ended up not getting that, but she's been on this Oreo kick. So we went to the grocery store and she wanted Oreos. I do not like Oreos. They are not my anywhere near my top cookie. And um, so I did, eventually we compromised and she got kiddos or whatever. Um, it's Kroger brand. Those I do like better. Um, but I got different cookies for myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, And I kept trying to ask her, do you want to take your cookies home? Nope. She wants to leave her stuff at my house. Mm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be safe. They will be safe. Yep. I ate one. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's about it for today. Unless you got something else to say. That's all I got today. So this will air after Halloween, I think. No. No, we'll be. We'll, so whatever you're doing for Halloween, be safe. Make sure your hoo-ha is covered. And it'll be a little cold. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want you getting a chest cold from the hoo-ha. And I uh, wonder if that can turn into COVID. I don't know, but if it gets really cold and wet, then you can have chesticles. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Mom jokes. Mom jokes. Anyway, we've already given our personal email addresses that you guys don't use, but if you want to email us together, it's hello at brightsideofcrazy.com. And, uh, We'll talk to you next week about something else random. Bye. Bye, spooky, spooky.